When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. We are in 2019, so Happy New Year to all of you, this first episode of the new year. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at GolfUnfiltered. You can find me on Instagram, at the same. And you can also send me an email, GolfUnfiltered at gmail.com. You guys know how to get in touch with me. You guys have in the past. Either you send me a contact information on the website, or you send me an email or a direct message by any of these social networks I just mentioned. Big shout-outs to our friends who help make the Golf Unfiltered podcast possible. First and foremost, our friends over at thehackersparadise.com. If you're listening to this on the THP radio app, hello to everyone. Also, hello to all of our friends over at Cleveland and Srixon. I'm very excited to continue to play their equipment throughout the 2019 season. A lot of big things in store for that company, or both companies rather. I could feel it coming up here in the new year looking forward to uh also how it's gonna they're gonna help my golf game throughout the year they did in 2018 they're just a great couple of companies one big umbrella i guess you could say with zexio also being part of that to partner with and i look forward to that even further and last but certainly not least our friends over at budgetgolf.com be sure to check out all the great sales they have going on every single day at budgetgolf.com Well, folks, it's just you and me today. Wanted to get out the first episode of the new year by covering a few things that I'm looking forward to for 2019, as well as to describe a couple changes that have happened with the website and podcast, and really just to opine, I guess. I like that word, opine, on a few things that we are going to look forward to this upcoming new year. First and foremost, for those who have uh, followed me on Twitter, you realize I had to get over a nasty, nasty post-Christmas flu is what I'm calling it. And I'm not talking about a hangover, folks. Uh, Man, it was nasty. I don't know what happened, but the morning immediately after Christmas, December 26th, I woke up, had a whole day planned, wanted to (laughs) clean my office, which I actually ended up doing eventually after I felt better. And... Everything just was it was achy, and you know that feeling when you wake up and your joints hurt and you feel hot, and everything was just not great. And then from there, throughout the rest of the day, everything just went downhill. And I don't know where it came from. Had a fever for two days, two and a half days actually. I ended up going to the doctor, and they just looked at me. And nowadays, they don't hardly ever touch you. <laughs> they just kind of look at you and like, "Yep, you're sick, but you're not dying." And, uh, you know, they, they tell you a couple things to do at home, and they send you on your way. That's uh, that's the health system these days, at least here in the U.S. of A. And lo and behold, I feel a little bit better now. I'm, I'm fine now. I'm recording this actually on New Year's Day. But, man, that's a, that's a horrible, horrible time to get sick. 
And apparently it's been going around. I don't know what it is. I got my flu shot. I, I'm convinced it's a it's a bold-faced lie because <laughs> I still got the flu. And I know how it works. They usually pick different strains or whatever. They kind of have to guess. The, the people who create the flu shot or who make the flu shot every year, they have to guess as to which strain is going to be the big one. And, of course, they're usually off the mark, as is the case or as was the case for me. But I feel great now. Thank you to those of you who reached out to me on social. I was a bit of a baby. I was uh, complaining quite a bit on uh, Twitter and Instagram, which is something that I'm, I do <laughs> when I get sick. Uh, my wife will tell you the same. I, I am a big baby when it comes to that. But uh, thanks to those of you who reached out and, and asked how I'm doing. I'm doing good. Uh, but anyway, if you were also following over the last month or so, you've also noticed a couple uh, positive changes for Golf Unfiltered. Uh, two of my childhood friends, uh, two friends that I've known for a very long time, uh, their names are Matt Hackett and Adam Tatro, uh, both much better golfers than me. Uh, they both played in college. Uh, great guys. I've, uh, part of my regular foursome uh, when I go out, they've decided and they've agreed rather to help out uh, with Golf Unfiltered, both on the podcast, uh, which you have heard Matt's voice in the past a few episodes ago, actually more than a few. We need to get him back on relatively shortly. Uh, and then, of course, Adam Tatro is going to be on there as well. Uh, and they're going to help me out with a few different things. Um, admittedly, this is something that is uh, kind of a work in progress <laughs> because we're trying to iron out a few things. We don't really know what's going to happen, uh, but I don't want to set too many high expectations for anything. But they're going to help out with a lot of the equipment reviews on the site because one of the challenges that I've got, and it's a good problem to have, don't get me wrong, but one of the challenges is if we want to bring you guys, the listeners and readers of the website, a different type of golf equipment review, you know, and, and what I mean by that I'll talk about in a little bit, but if, if we want to cover as much of the landscape as possible, I need a little help. And luckily, these two guys are great golfers. They know a lot about equipment. Uh, Adam, actually, uh, was a golf pro for 11 years. Uh, so he, you know, knows everything there is to know about, you know, fitting somebody to, you know, adjusting equipment himself. And then, of course, uh, my buddy Matt, you know, he's, he's a strong player as well. You may have seen his first equipment review on the website uh, a few weeks ago for the Ben Hogan Fort Worth Black Irons. He uh, is absolutely in love with those clubs. I hit them as well, and, and they are fantastic. I was very surprised at how forgiving and at just how great those those bladed irons felt. Uh, and believe me, guys, I'm not going back to blades. I, I've, take, I've learned my lesson uh, over the last however many months that I, I just, there's no reason I should be playing those. But uh, anyway, Matt had his first review on the website go up not too long ago, and he got a lot of good feedback for that. So look for more stuff from both Matt and Adam uh, in the coming weeks, months. Uh, we are going to be uh, focusing on splitting up the brands that we work with among the three of us. And so to talk a little bit more about that, at least from my perspective, the, the initial plan right now, you all know, as I mentioned in the intro, I've got a partnership with uh, Cleveland and Srixon. I will continue to have that throughout 2019. Uh, I look forward to continuing to do coverage for not only their equipment, but just all the great things that they got going on. Their social media presence has really improved, I must say, over the last year and a half. Uh, you may have remembered in 2018 the, the little segment they did with Grandpa Jamie 
where Jamie Sedlowski went to a, a, a driving range dressed up as an old man, you know, kind of like the old Kyrie Irvin, Irving uh, basketball commercial where he dressed up as, as a grandpa and just schooled a bunch of guys. Jamie did the same thing, and that was all just boosted through Srixon's uh, and Cleveland's social media channels. And, of course, through the help of partners like here at Golf Unfiltered and many others. And so I'm looking forward to seeing more of that come from their brand. And another brand that has really stepped up is Wilson Golf. And I'm going to be working with them a little bit more throughout 2019 as well. Uh, we, we are constantly chatting. We're trying to figure out exactly the best way that we can mutually benefit both of us, uh, which I guess that's what mutually benefit means. But at any rate, I hope to focus a lot more on that brand as well. Uh, and then there's a slew of others that I'll be focusing on, uh, including Tour Edge. You may notice that there is a, with the, of course, the exception of Cleveland Srixon, there's a little bit of a trend, or at least a theme, with some of the other brands that I have uh, just mentioned. They're a little bit more local. And so I'll be focusing on Tour Edge as well. You could go onto the website now and read the Tour Edge uh, EXS Exotics Fairway Wood review that I have up there. Great club. You'll notice uh, that it's pretty much in line and very comparable to some of the bigger name brands and the offerings that they have. So be sure to go and check that out on the website as well. And then, as I mentioned, there's a slew of other brands that I'm still working with. Uh, Some of the bigger brands like TaylorMade, Callaway, uh, and others, they're going to be handled by the other guys. They're going to be working with them more closely. All of this is really just this model for us at GU to bring more content to the readers and listeners of what we produce. And as I mentioned, it's going to be a work in progress. We're going to see what works. We're going to see what doesn't. We're going to work with our partners to understand a little bit more about what they want to see. And I'm hoping that the level of play and talent that Matt and Adam bring to the table will really benefit those brands as well. And so you know if you're a brand or if you're a manufacturer and you want to get products out there, you know you could reach out to us, and we love to have you on. We've had many interviews of not only the people that make uh, the products themselves, the actual uh, distributors of the products as well. Uh, We've all had many CEOs on the show also. Please continue to do that outreach. We are more than happy to find time to have a great interview with you, hopefully a great interview. We do our best that we can uh, to make your products look good. And so that's probably the most exciting element that I'm looking forward to uh, related to Golf Unfiltered in 2019. I will be headed down to the uh, PGA Merchandise Show here in just a few weeks, helping out my buddy JB and his uh, his group at the Hackers Paradise. It's going to be a great time. I haven't been to the PGA Show in many years. I have to think it's been at least five years uh, I've talked about this before in past episodes. Last time I went down, it was for, uh, well, as a member of the Back Nine Network. I understand that the show hasn't changed a whole lot <laughs> from that time, but I am interested and looking forward to seeing that firsthand. And so part of my expectations for Golf Unfiltered, at least, in that visit is to meet all of you who will be in attendance and whom we constantly speak with, whether it be over social, email, on the phone sometimes, some of you we text back and forth. I look forward to meeting you for the first time face-to-face, shaking your hand, and talking about how we can help each other out this season. And so 
immediately following that, two trips are actually planned in January. One is the merchandise show. And then the very next week is the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Now, this is a tournament that really doesn't need any introduction. Everybody who listens to this podcast certainly knows what I'm talking about. It's that party-like atmosphere in Arizona for one of the most exciting golf tournaments of the year. And it's right up in the first month of the year, always during Super Bowl weekend, which is kind of a downer. But, uh, you know, this year is really interesting uh, for a couple of reasons. One, because uh, Matt and Adam, who I mentioned before, Bill and I are going down with another friend uh, to go cross this off our bucket list. None of us, well, actually, I take that back. I believe Matt has gone to the tournament once or twice, uh, but none of the rest of us have ever been to this tournament. It's something that I've always wanted to do, just to kind of experience it for at least one time. I just want to see it at least one time so I can get that full, uh, you know, atmosphere to understand what is happening in real life as opposed to what we see, all the madness that we see on television. But it's also an opportunity, for me at least, to actually play golf in another state again. <laughs> I've talked, I've joked about this a few times on social as well as in this uh, podcast that I, I don't play a lot of golf outside of Illinois. Uh, I would love to. I would love and have always wanted to play golf on a desert course, and I've never, never done that either. And so uh, the plan right now is to go down there. I believe uh, flight leaves that Wednesday. We arrive, uh, kind of take that day to recuperate. Thursday we play somewhere. We're still trying to get that figured out. So if you have any recommendations, and thanks to those of you who have already sent those in, uh, please continue to do so. Play Thursday, go to the tournament on Friday, check all that out, and then play again Saturday, and then come back home Sunday. So really looking forward to those two trips, the PGA show as well as the waste management. Don't know what to expect. Looking forward to uh, you know uh, getting out, traveling a little bit with uh, two of my best friends. And, you know, I got to say, I don't know about you guys, but traveling back-to-back weeks is not something I like to do. Um, I know that a lot of people do it every single year, every single month uh, for their their day job. I don't. And so this is also going to be a test for me (laughs) to understand exactly how much I can take, Uh, especially since I'm going to be gone for an entire week and then come back for a couple days get things squared away during at the day job, and then hop on a plane again midweek the following week. So be sure to follow us on social. You're going to be seeing a lot of, hopefully, great content uh, for those two trips. And as well, you know, for the PGA Show week, I'm going for two reasons. I already mentioned uh, one of them, to help out the Hackers Paradise. Uh, actually, three reasons. The second, of course, then, to talk to our partners and the people that we speak to throughout the year already and to meet them face-to-face. And the third is really to get a good sense of where that show's going. Luckily, a lot of content providers, bloggers, you know, uh, big-time journalists, (laughs) I love that phrase, uh, they do a really great job of covering the show anyway. And so I don't feel like I've missed out on anything over these past few years. Um, We get a good sense of not only the scope of who is attending the show, TaylorMade, of course, being the the big elephant in the room, or I guess I should say they won't be in the room in 2019. But I want to get uh, just a sense firsthand of, of where the equipment side of 
the game is going from a trade show perspective. And this is the biggest show in golf equipment. They call it the major of golf equipment. And I still got to say, you know, not to be redundant, but people I've spoken to, they say, you know, it's, it's kind of dying a little bit. You know, it's still super expensive for these brands to go out there. I could only imagine some of the smaller brands that, that want to get their name out to just a large scope of folks throughout one week, get a lot of people trying out their equipment on demo day. I can only imagine how they have to plan for that and to really see and, and, and I guess sell to their leadership or, or whatever that, yeah, this is actually something that's worth our while. And what's the return on investment for that? And so that's partially what I'll be looking to do as well when I go down to Orlando towards the end of this month. There's some uh, exciting equipment news already going on, uh, not only in the amateur side of the game, but also professionally. Uh, Just today, actually, Justin Rose, as an example, announced that he signed a multi-year deal with uh, Hanma Golf. My understanding is it's a 10-year deal, and this is really interesting because this is a guy that was very well established, and that's understating it, with another major brand, TaylorMade, for a long stretch of his career. I believe it was the only brand, if I'm not mistaken, that he's been with, at least from a sponsorship level, since turning pro. And he got all the way up to world number one. And so it's interesting, or will be interesting, to see how he adapts to the new equipment. And obviously he trusts it. I mean, that's not a move that you just make out of the blue. I mean, this is a a massive move for one of the best players on the planet, arguably the hottest player on the planet right now. And... I can't help but but think or re- recall when Tiger and Rory, specifically Rory, went to Nike years back. You all remember that? Just the, the show that they put on, where I believe it was in Vegas. It was at night. They made this big, almost like a, it almost looked like a fashion show ramp, <laughs> actually, with the big screen and fireworks and lights and everything. And out walks uh, Rory the newest signing by Nike. Tiger had obviously already been with Nike for a long time, but Rory comes out, sits down, he he talks all this stuff, and then it took him quite a while to get used to the new equipment. Some would say he probably actually really never got 100% comfortable with that equipment. And we're going to maybe see that again with Justin Rose. Hopefully, for his sake, we don't. But it's always interesting to me when when a player at the top of their game makes such a dramatic change. And yes, the irons are probably same, same, right? We saw on uh, Justin Rose's social accounts today, he shared a picture of his prototype irons. They're, they're basically blades. I mean, a blade is a blade. I don't think too many people are going to argue with that. The aesthetics are a little bit different than what he was playing with TaylorMade, of course. So, there's, But there's really not going to be too much difference there. The big difference, hopefully, in his case at least, are going to be in the woods and the driver and his wedges. And, you know, all of that is going to be very interesting to see how he adapts to this new brand, a new look, a new feel, while maintaining his current consistency. He's got a lot to play for. A lot of people are already predicting, and they do this every year, but a lot of people are predicting that Rose is going to win a major this year. 
making an equipment change, you know, that's a risky move. What's even more interesting, of course, is the fact that he actually signed a multi-year sponsorship deal. That's not something that we're seeing a lot more uh, anymore among these PGA pros. In fact, we're actually seeing the, the polar opposite, where these players are getting out of playing contracts or equipment deals. We're seeing more mixed bags from these players. Brooks Kepka, of course, is the, the poster child of that, uh, at least in my opinion. Now, the now three-time major winner, which is still extremely just blows my mind. I never thought he would ever win one, let alone three now. Shows what I know. But he's got a pretty mixed bag. I know he plays Mizuno Irons, and he's got a few different things. I believe he plays a tailor-made driver. And and it's there's nothing wrong with that. We've spoken about this a few times in the past. I've written about it as well. I just think that just goes again to show that there's a narrowing gap from one company to the next. Some of you who work for OEMs are probably cringing that I'm saying that or rolling your eyes. And I know who you are. We've talked about it <laughs> with each other. But honestly, you know, there's such a razor-thin line from one between one brand and the next in terms of performance that, you know, really, only the top players in the world are going to tell the difference. Yeah, if you get a ball launch monitor, you sit down, you can tell it. Yeah, I, I get a little bit more ball speed with this driver over this one. But you know what's going to happen? Is that if you go from one brand to the next because of something like that, because of a metric like that, which is not to minimize it. But what you'll end up seeing is that the original brand that you were with, they're going to be able to come up with something that hits the numbers that you're seeing with the, the other side. Sometimes the grass isn't always greener. It might be for a little bit. But these companies, they've got the funding. They've got the ability. they got the R&D where they can go and they can fine-tune any piece of equipment to get you any numbers that you want. It's just a matter of how quickly you want them and how much money you have. This is always a very exciting part of the year, for me at least, because of all the new equipment that comes out. We're already seeing a lot of link, leaked uh, photos of new drivers. Those are the you know the big sexy products that come out every year. The drivers from the biggest companies. If you follow us on Twitter at Golf and Filtered, you'll see pictures of the TaylorMade M5, the M6, the Epic Flash. I actually had the chance recently to uh, to hold and, and to get a closer look at the Callaway Epic Flash. Looks pretty solid. Haven't hit it yet. Wasn't my club. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, you don't do that. But, you know, I, I don't know. It seems to me that I'm not going to use the word copy. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that a lot of these, these companies are doing very similar things or upgrades or tweaks to the previous design that they produced. And that happens everywhere. I mean, you're going to take or borrow or learn, I guess is the more professional word to use, from your competitors and think and ultimately apply what you've learned to your next product cycle. But, I mean, what, what really frustrates me is when I say something like that, or I'll throw that out on Twitter. And let's be honest, guys. There are some 
equipment companies, or let's just say pieces of equipment. Let's let's leave the actual companies out of it. But there are some that really look very similar to one another. And if you want to get down to the details and tell me that I'm wrong and say that I don't know what I'm talking about or that you're an expert in the field and you know more about it than I do, yeah, I can I can read the PR things too. At the end of the day, what is the consumer going to know? Right? What, what are you going to know in the 30 minutes that you typically have when you're at a golf store or searching online? And you see one iron that's got these features and they go to a competing brand and you see a similar iron that, again, I'm using a very lenient word here, a very similar look. I mean, what, you're going to look at those two things and say, wow, these are basically the same. Looks like one brand, you know, learned something, quote unquote, from the other. So it's just another trend that, you know, again, speaks to the razor-thin line from one company to the next. Everything's performing very similar. There are those that rise above the rest. It's becoming more difficult for one brand to produce something that is really eye-catching and really makes a significant difference when compared to others. So I hope to speak to a few folks down in Orlando about that exact point looking forward to an extremely exciting 2019 and i just want to say thank you to all of you i've done this a few times but you know i really do mean it thank you to everyone who listens to this show who reads the website who sends messages to us over social sends emails you guys make this fun you all know i do not do this full time this is not something that i receive any money for it's, it's just something that we enjoy. We love speaking with all of you. We love collaborating with the partners that we've met. We love networking. And when all of that positivity remains and it remains consistent, then this could be a really fun hobby to have. And as many of you who are listening to this who have made this your full-time job, it could be a very, very rewarding and fun career. I don't know what my future holds. I have no idea what I'll be doing in five years. I could tell you that this balance right now works for me. I wouldn't have it any other way. Having my day job, doing what I love there, and then coming home, doing stuff like this, speaking to you guys, interviewing the guests we have on the show, writing a few thoughts, putting them out on the blog, getting feedback from that. That works. What doesn't work is when any of that turns negative to a degree that it becomes toxic. I'm not saying negative feedback is a bad thing. Criticism is a good thing. Not what I'm saying. I think you all understand that at some time, or at some times, social can get a little ugly. One resolution that I've got this year, and I'm going to try really hard to do this, is to just be more positive. And I know that sounds corny, I know a lot of people say that probably every January 1st in one form or fashion. But positivity, especially in this golf media world, is extremely important because everybody knows everybody. Everyone speaks to everybody. More often than not, you probably run into one another. And we're all trying to do the same thing. 
We're all trying to have a good time, to bring content out to everybody else, and to just celebrate the game that we all love. So that's what I'm going to resolve to do for 2019. I appreciate all of your support as always. Looking forward to additional content that we're going to bring out to you guys. And if there's anything, as always, if there's anything that you want us to talk more about, or if there's a brand that you want us to feature, or if there's somebody that you think we should speak to on the podcast, you know how to get in touch with me, at Golf Unfiltered on Twitter and Instagram. Send me an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Happy New Year once again, folks. Take care of one another. We'll talk soon.